What's up, everybody? Sultan of Strangles here, a.k.a. the Kimura King, a.k.a. the Ayatollah of Ankle Locks. Um, today we have a very special guest. I'm just going to introduce her as T-Nasty. She is a fellow jujitsu practitioner, a fellow Muslim, and a fellow savage and, you know, we have a lot of things in common. I resonate with her in many ways. For, the, for those of you who follow the pages, The Gains on Instagram uh, and like Hoodville, I consider her page um, like the female version of those pages. <laughs> like the guy, like The Gains and Hoodville are pretty much talking about what happens on a bad date how to avoid the toxic women, like real funny shit. Her page is pretty much how to avoid the toxic men, how to avoid the bad dates, like knowing when someone's broke, like real funny stuff. So I thought I would bring her here today, ask her a bunch of questions. She's very entertaining, um, very crazy, uh, also competes in jujitsu. So I think it's going to be a really funny episode. A bunch of you guys sent me some questions. I'm going to make sure to ask her. And I hope this turns out to be a great episode. She's also an entrepreneur. For those of you, the female entrepreneurs out there who have any um, aspirations. I'm not going to add her Instagram tag yet because we'll just ask her on the episode. Um, but it's going to be a great time. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. But before you do, make sure to add me on Instagram at K-O-O-L-R-A-K, at my gym, at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu, my podcast, at Rambling with Rack, and don't forget to purchase my Scarf Hold Instructional, Sultan of Strangles Scarf Hold Series. Say that 10 times. All right, guys, enjoy. Hey. Hey, yo, that was really quick. Every time I send people that link, I have to explain to them for like 20 minutes how it works. It's rocket science. It was just like, open the link. Do you want to put your email? No. And then it was just on. <laughs> oh, man. Everyone's like, what do I do? Do I click this? Do I click that? And it's like a 20-minute walkthrough. That was, I'm very oh, impressed. Thank you. Well, I try, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's, let's get the episode started. Okay. Guys, cool. many of you consider me a savage. Um, how I live my life. And many of you love the page Hoodville and the Gaines. But here is a legendary figure that I consider the female v version of those pages. So we have a bunch of questions she's going to answer. And we are going to have a lot of fun this episode. I'm super excited to introduce. We didn't talk about what I'm introducing you as because I know you like to keep your private life private and your business life public. So go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Heard it. I was um because I have like my notes app open because I'm a dork and I wrote everything down. But it's fine. I'll remember everything. Yo, you, you are just such have... a good fucking guest. <laughs> you really are a great guest. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we covered everything. Um, but I yes, added some I'm... new questions, but I'm glad oh. you have the other ones. Okay. Well, you just have to remind me of the topic, and then I can like you know go back and like you know figure out what I was gonna say sure. so I'm you know Tashin a hukamami I guess and uh yeah that's that's the introduction I think <laughs> <laughs> so 
you know, I have a lot of, uh, believe it or not, I actually have female followers of this podcast and just wanted to, and a lot of them are, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs. So just wanted to go over like, what made you start Hookah Mommies? What makes it different from the other hookah shops? What would you say your brand is there? Um, so Hookah Mommies definitely started because some people might know I do occasionally smoke hookah. And by occasionally, I mean all the time. So, <laughs> um, you know, like, and, you know, I was like a lot of the times, like when I go out and stuff, I always make sure there's hookah somewhere just so I have something to do. So when we started, like, you know, when I started seeing like how much we smoked and like, you know, this there had been like, you know, joking conversations like, oh, my God, imagine we open up a lounge or like we have a business. And then finally, I was like, why don't we just do it? Like, what's stopping us? So like it was me. It's me and my best friend who kind of got into it because she smokes um, almost as much as me. So when we started it, we were like, it's it's a good route to take only because like if you go into any tobacco shop, any place, especially in this area, hookah so big, like in this um, area, like Clifton and like North mm-hmm. Jersey in general, any tobacco shop you go into, like it's only old men. It's only old Arabic <laughs> men. And it's like, OK, where are the women? Like sometimes they'll have like their daughter working in the front or something. But like there's a very like like there's a lack of female representation in the tobacco industry. And we were like, why not just take it upon ourselves to like kind of show like, yeah, like this isn't something that's just for like old men sitting around at the end of dinner, you know, like, so we, that's how we decided to pursue it. And um, we just started the business. Like we started planning, we started, you know, coming up with logo ideas. Like it was just a lot of sleepless nights. It was a lot of like, it was hustling. We were constantly drinking energy drinks. It was like, we would go from work to like, and like, plus we wanted to keep up a little bit with our fitness. So like, you know, we were just constantly working, constantly trying to work on stuff and trying to balance everything out. And then um, eventually, like when we thought we were ready, we decided to like make an intro video and it's been great. It was, it's always been such a good time. Um, What was the other parts of the question? Like tips? Oh, I wanted to ask, I wanted to, uh, add on to that you you mm-hmm. missed you missed the biggest part of the other hookah shops is the old the old middle eastern or east asian men are always trying to rip you off yes. my brother my brother 20 yes. but for you 40 yeah and i'm sitting there haggling the whole time right uh, with it... you guys you got your, your own shopify account i could just go online click what i want and order it i don't have to haggle with abdul yeah yeah they you know like there's always that stigma like with old foreign men like they (laughs) they always have like some sort of ulterior motive to like you know secure more money in their pocket um but for us like it's not about that like we wanted like we made sure like our product is the best product we could find we tested it ourselves multiple times to make sure we're not just selling some like bs so like we would test it we would make sure it was good and then like we would sell it and like Anytime anyone had questions, issues, problems, we would like give them our Instagram. We were like, you are, you have, you're more than welcome to like hit us up. Anytime they had a problem with the hookah, we would either reimburse them appropriately, give them another one. You know, we always like, it, it, it's a representation. How we like conduct our business is a representation of us. So like, mm-hmm. obviously like we don't want people to have a bad impression of our product or of the way we conduct things. So like, you know, we did our best to like be understanding and like being there for everyone. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like the beauty of the Middle Eastern Asian culture 
without all <laughs> the negative stuff that yes. you have to deal with. Yeah, we try, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. So, yeah. you know, on to the onto the fun stuff. Um, <laughs> I know you're an entrepreneur. I know yes. you and your partner both have your day job. So y'all are making a lot of money. I see a lot of the weekend trips to Miami y'all are doing. <laughs> Which, um, so you know, <laughs> we're going to get to that later too. Yeah. But, uh, so I know you have, your pockets are lined up with cash, but I know these guys who are approaching you, a lot of them may be broke ass niggas. So uh, I wanted to. my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, do you want people to follow the Hookah Mommies page or your page as well? Just so I know where to, where to drive the audience to go. Honestly, they can follow Hookah Mommies and they can try requesting me. But like, there's a lot of requests I just don't accept. I'm like super like sus of people. So like they can request me. I might just not accept it. It'll just sit there, to be honest. But they can follow both. Oh, yeah. And we're going to go in detail into why you don't accept everyone. Because I've seen seen some of the horror stories in your (laughs) uh, stories. Yeah. So so what are some signs uh, he's a broke ass nigga. So I, I have, I'm an accountant. I'm a tax accountant, right? So mm-hmm. when people come to me, yeah, made so much money on Forex this year, made so much money on uh, Robinhood this year. I'm like, damn, yeah, you must, it must have sucked having to pay that capital gains tax. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, what's, what's that? I'm like, oh, you don't know what that is, and and you trade stocks for a living. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? what a, and I'll ask them some basic tax questions. And after I realize they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, I'm like, this guy's a broke ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as um, a woman, when you're at the club, when you're at the lounge, smoking your trademark hookah mommy's hookah, and some guy asks to buy you a drink, and uh, he's trying to tell you he has a yacht and a Bentley, what are the signs? What do you look for to know he's a broke ass? Um, first, I think when first of all there's some men who just won't offer and it's either this like whole alpha male thing like there's this like whole community like that i just learned about recently like red pill this and that like they lure on the insecurity of women by being dickheads so like there's that whole thing and like sometimes they won't buy a drink because honestly like it's almost a little bit smart because they know women are just out there just finessing men for drinks personally i don't drink but like i do see if men wait buy you don't drink. drink no no i what? don't i don't yeah, no. I what just, the fuck? I just, I just go out there and honestly, like, I, I just. Oh my stuff. god! You just blew my mind away. What are you doing at these like raves and clubs and stuff, then? Just chilling? I like, I'm honestly just a good time without. Alcohol. What? Like, I, just, I have a good time without it. Like, I just, I'm myself. Like, I don't care what anyone says or think like i don't need to have like alcohol in me to have a good time like i'm this is just who i am like wow. all those all those videos and stuff it's just me like <laughs> <laughs> it's just you yeah. chilling. yeah so um and i've noticed that like certain men they just won't offer to buy you a drink only because they know that you're trying to finesse them into a drink so it's either a like they know that you're playing them and they're not going to buy you a drink because they're like, OK, I'm not wasting my money on this girl when she's going to go finesse like four other men mm-hmm. or they're actually just like broke. Um, <laughs> I don't like it's hard to tell like um, signs if they're broke. Like you have to get to talking to them and like seeing like. I've like noticed some bullshit, like what you said, like Robin Hood trading stocks. Like, I feel like that's like a kind of a red flag if that's like their only form of income. And plus, like, you know, you don't know how much they're bringing in. So I guess that could be a red flag. 
Yeah. Um, and uh, even like when I, it, maybe it's a stretch, but like even when men are like trying too hard that they should have money to show off, like, oh, I have this, that, X, Y, and Z. It's like, are you covering up the fact that you're actually b- broke or like, are you actually that? It's it's very tricky, especially now with social media. Like, you can portray any image you want. Anything of you want. And Anything. I mean, I get it because I'm on here posting like toxic memes. So I really do understand. But <laughs> it's it's hard to tell now. But I think like especially when it comes to like when you're in a club or a bar or something like that, if a man has like some sort of hesitation to buy a woman a drink, it might be because they might be broke. It might not. They might just be like, nah, I'm not going to do it for some random girl. So I think that's one red flag. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's my next question was fake flexes, but you kind of um, yeah, you kind of covered that, too. It's like. Um, the people that I do taxes and financial statements for the guys that are just starting to make a little money. Those are the guys that flex, but like the million multimillionaires and billionaires, they don't want people to know they have money because then they know people are going to ask them for money. So they drive normal cars, they dress in normal clothes. And I'm like, man, you, you guys are just, you guys are just so fake, you know? Yeah. Like that's how you know you have it when you don't have to like the, if you're, constantly looking for like like you know validation from others to show like oh i have money i have this and that like that's like an insecurity on you but like rich men are secure they don't need to show everyone in the world that they have money they just they have it and that's exactly yeah yeah so we covered the broke guys coming you know trying to trying to freaking do the fake flex Mm -hmm. um the next topic i wanted to talk about um, there is the um, no man's land, the war zone between South Korea and North Korea, where uh, probably the most dangerous area in the world to be. The second most dangerous area in the world to be is your DMs. Oh, my God. Because, it's any... <laughs> because the things that I have seen you post of the sickos and yeah. crazy and then even better, the way you just shut them down. Well, yeah. let me hear some of the top stories of yeah. the creeps and the and the nut jobs in your DMs and and for the ladies out there, the proper way to shut them out, shut them down without getting killed. Yeah, so I think it's like I'm just a clown. Like I I will do anything to make myself laugh. So mm-hmm. I will just be my reckless self. Like most people won't um, entertain it. Most most people won't open it. And granted, some of them I don't either. Um, for this podcast, I dug deep into the archives. Oh, I yes. Hunted. I That's hunted for the DMs. About. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm so annoyed because I screenshotted them so I could, like, read them word for word. Um, but I think, like, if I when, – when I was, like, not responding, was it, like, silence or something? Like, I'm not sure. Like, because I came back onto the app and then the recording kept going. So, like, if I exit out of this, like, will it stop? Let's, uh, let's test it out and see what happens. I think it will continue to go. Okay, because I think if I leave, it won't. You won't hear me. But then when I come back, like I'll just read them really quickly and like say them. Yeah, like, just you know, swipe up. Don't click the X, but just swipe up, and I think uh, I could still hear you. Let's test it out. Okay. Hello. Hello. No, I can't. Just give me like one second. Let me just pull out like a few of them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have made me laugh. Um. This guy like constantly responds to like my stories and he said if I could be a 
inanimate object it would be your leggings and i was like like, oh my god that's weird (laughs) so that was one of them let me go let me go find some more you can comment on that while i like (laughs) oh man that was i've gotta admit to whoever that is that was fucking hilarious fucking comedians out there but one there was um this was like a random one like sometimes like i'll go into my fo- like uh message requests and like there'll mm-hmm. be like you know random people and this guy like i maybe it was a guy maybe it was a girl i don't know it was like a weird profile super suspicious and mm-hmm. they were like can i verse you in a jujitsu match and i said no i broke both my legs uh-huh. and i've never broken any of my legs thank god knock on wood so i was like you know like again like, myself sometimes so i said that and like apparently this person like really thought i meant it and like they started like going like oh like they started getting religious and they were like oh it's okay these things happen for a reason and i'm like yeah maybe (laughs) but not to me so i think we're good here Um, your legs broke for a reason what yeah i was like um i'm not sure this definitely doesn't apply to me because i'm okay but i appreciate the effort Um, let me see what else Guys, if you're trying to talk to someone, the last thing you want to do is send a DM like that. That is the one way to box oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> One of my, uh, there's two of the two DMs. I'll just cover two more. There's like a bunch more that aren't that great. But two of my favorite ones were this guy DM me back in 2018. And he said, hey, you're so beautiful. I said, whatever. And he was like, question of curiosity. And I said, I have a boyfriend. At the time, I did have a boy. And then he came back two years later, on like, <laughs> out of nowhere. Later. Two years later, I checked the stand. It was 2018, and then it was 2020. And he came back, didn't respond to anything in specific. And he DM'd me again, and he goes, still? <laughs> I was like... Oh, my God, the long like, game. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, that's dedication right there. That was res- I respected that man for that, because it's like, <laughs> yeah, he really remembers me. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Still, that's later. so funny. <laughs> yeah. And then last one, it's not even like a creepy DM. One of my boys from college, he DM'd me one day. It was like, I got violated. Um, I was so humbled that day. But he DM'd me and he's like, hey, how tall are you? And I was like, I'm five, two and a half. Why? And he's like, I just got a table from Ikea. And I just want to make sure it'll fit into my room. So I needed something to compare it to because it's four feet. And you seem to be like around four feet tall. So I was wondering if it would match and whatever. And so he goes on and on. And I'm like, oh, my God, I really just because my height is like a big thing for me. And I was like, okay, really? I yeah, I was like, OK, I get it. I'm sure. Yeah, I think those were and like, again, you get like the like typical like fire emojis. You get the typical um, hard eyes like super that's something I really stuff. want to cover today. Yeah, very important. OK. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts about the fire emojis? Um, I remember on the gains he had a post. He said, it's never the guy who's, who's commenting with fire emojis. <laughs> that's her man. So what are your thoughts <laughs> when you see fire? It's true though, right? It's so true. <laughs> yeah. So what's your, what are your thoughts on the fire emojis and the heart eyes? Is that a one way to block city? Oh, definitely not block. I think it, mm-hmm. it would take, I mean, for me personally, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on every every girl's boundaries, every female's boundaries. You know, maybe they don't they don't feel comfortable getting stuff like that in their DMs or anything like that. I don't really care because usually I don't open them anyways. Um, mm-hmm. Block City would have to be like you're really like out of control, like weird, like. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, cause you know, one of the topics you mentioned crazy follower stories. And I have that one story of that guy anonymous, anonymously texting me and like saying wild stuff, but Mm -hmm. that, that's something that would like, you know, be block city. Otherwise like fire emojis, hard eyes, all of that. I take that as like, kind of like, if you're trying to get a girl and that's what you're sending, it's like, there's like 20 other dudes in there doing the same thing. Yeah. You have to make yourself stand out. And like, if that's what you're sending it, to me personally, I take it as like, okay, you're super passive. If you wanted to get what you wanted, like you would just get it. That's it. Simple point blank. And if you're sending fire emojis, you're no different than the rest of them. So what would you, what would you advise for someone to stick out of the crowd? Um, you know, just say hi, would, you know, comment on what, what's going on. Because a lot of people, even people that I know who aren't like complete simps, they still do the fire emoji and the hard eyes. Um, I mean, again, it could work for some. It could. Mm-hmm. And, and like if it does work, it could just because be because the girl wanted that reaction from that mm. person. And that's why they're even giving that time, the time of day to that man. Um, personally, uh, just talk to me. Like, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be thirsty. You don't have to like, you know, tell me I'm as beautiful as the sun and like you know, the moon, <laughs> my eyes are shining like the moon. Like, we don't have to be Shakespeare here. Uh-huh. Just talk to me like a normal person. And like, you know, if the conversation goes good, it goes good. That's hilarious. Yeah. Those are definitely Middle Eastern guys, aren't they? The ones that are saying beautiful as the sun. Um, mostly there was one guy who like literally like serenade like he sent a voice message and he started singing because I'm I'm Pakistani so like uh-huh. you know we have our language Urdu and like I'm also Punjabi but like mm-hmm. he started like serenading me in like Urdu and I was like bro you don't have to do all this like you could have <laughs> just not because now you're in the group chat and I sent that screenshot I screen recorded it and now it's in the group chat and guess what oh. we're making fun of you oh I need to hear about this group chat that's perfect <laughs> that's a perfect uh, segue Tell uh, me about the group chat. For us guys that have the group chat with the guys where we share the crazy girls, DMs, and all that, the yeah. girls got the same thing, homies. Watch what um, you say because you will be in the group chat archives forever. Yeah. So, um, well, for me, like, our group chat is based off of, like, you know, you've probably seen some of the rules of it. Oh but, like, God, the hot girl summer girl code. Uh-huh. Um, so that started and, you know, like I, we had like a group chat, like it was quote unquote, the council and <laughs> like, we would use that to like determine, like, honestly, like a majority, I think there's like 55 to 60 rules on that. I probably came up with 56 of the rules. Oh my hand. God. Like I just, it, it was a passion project of mine this summer. Like the only thing I thought about was increasing this girl code and making rules for it. And so in the group chat, we would talk about that. We would say the rules or like, you know, when there's a point system too, obviously, because there has to be a winner. And, um, you know, we would decide what are the, you know, what are we using for points? Like what is, if a guy gets you a drink, how many points is that? 10, by the way, if, uh, if, you know, if he buys you and your girls a drink, how many points is that? So, you know, we have that group chat too. And like, again, like, if there's a really, really funny thing, I guess it's the same as guys. If there's a really funny experience, like 
we'll send it in the group chat. Funny DM, it's in the group chat. So Oh yeah, I got I got plenty of those. The um the golden story of our group chat is um this this woman just kept calling me handsome the whole night <laughs> and my confidence was getting so high. And then but she kept asking me what does that sign say? Um can you help me across the street? And after our date, uh she said uh she she gets this app and it's not Uber, it's like this special app only like, what is it? And after calling me handsome all day, I find out that she's legally blind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, she, she, blind people have this app. It's Uber, but it's 100% free. They just take you wherever you need to go because, you know, you can't see shit. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. It was, it was, it was. It was it was very uh, <laughs> it was, was it great. disappointing. You were just you were like, wow, here all day. I was you were just gassed. And then you find <laughs> out she that's I'm not going to lie, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm that guy where I, if I'm at a restaurant and the waitress calls me sweetheart or 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 handsome or sweetie or darling, she's getting a huge tip, even though I know <laughs> she's doing it just to get a tip. Oh, she's yeah. Getting the tip because it still <laughs> yeah. feels good. Yeah. You know? No, that's. <laughs> literally a marketing technique like they'll tell you like salespeople will like compliment you up and down just because they know it works and honestly it does like even when you know it works it's like all right well i'm still gonna do it oh yeah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah um so with i remember i wanted to go into some of the rules for the uh the points rules that you like some of the topics um and then the next thing, a lot of them had to do with like dates and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to go into like the first date tips because you gave me a couple really cool ones before. So I wanted to hear some of these rules, the hot girl summer rules and how many points each thing is. And we'll <laughs> segue into the first date. Okay. So um, hot girl summer, some of my favorite rules might be like, um, it's just like a guide. It's like, it's a guide. It was a guide for the summer to like just like have fun like for me like I was like you know what like just dating is hard I guess so it's like you know why why make it serious so like you know sometimes you're just not looking for the love of your like you know a lot of my girls would be like yeah just go on the date like just to get free food I'm like that that's it that's all I like I can afford to feed myself I don't need to I don't need to go on a date with a man. Thank that, God. So. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like a, I'm a little, a little bit of a feminist. Like, you know, like I, I like to pay for my own stuff. Obviously yeah. like with guys, like sometimes it's a little hard, but like I can pay for my own stuff. So like, if I want to go on a date with a guy, like it's not going to be for food. What am mm -hmm. I starving? Like, thankfully I'm not. So yeah. um, you don't the, need no man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's okay to have one. I'm not opposed to that, but you know, uh -huh. like, um, but the code, I guess it was just like, just for fun. It was like, don't travel to see a man. Like the only distance you travel to see a man is the same distance he'll travel to see you. Another one was like, don't pay more of a toll than he does. Mm -hmm. Um, if he doesn't have a beard, he's not a man. And that's the one fifth. Oh, rule. I love that one. Yeah. That's I, I live and breathe one. by that rule. It's called the one fifth rule. And he's, <laughs> if he doesn't have a beard, he's one fifth of a man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So oh, I agree with that. Yes. And then my thing also, there was like, um, there's one about, I'm like, don't give white, <laughs> not that I'm right. Like, but I like like darker skinned men. And I was like, you know, don't give white men a chance unless, <laughs> cause it's like, you're kind of going against what your ancestors fought for. So just <laughs> so don't do funny. it. Um, 
I'm trying to think of what else off the top of my head. I would have to like go into the code. Give me like two seconds. Let me find like a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, for the for the for the code, I want you guys who are listening. I wanna I want you to ask yourself what are some of our codes and some of the ladies, what are some of your codes, and how many points would you attribute to each? I have a couple too, because um, I'm old fashioned, you know. One of mine is like, I'm always going to pay the bill, but I like to see someone pretend that they're going to pay it, like reach into their pockets and like, oh, do you want me to get it? The gesture means a lot to me, you know? Yeah. Uh, are you back? Yes. So okay. um, I don't want to interrupt if you want to finish up whatever you're saying. No, I think I got it out. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Um, so one of them, this one I really live by too. I think we also spoke about it once. If he uses, if he asks for your Snapchat, especially if you're my, I'm like, uh, I'm about to be 26. Ew. I'm about to be 26 <laughs> in February. Uh -huh. And like, if a man like were to ask me for my Snapchat, I simply would not speak to him because <laughs> you're not about to ask me for my Snapchat like we're in high school because one, that means you're a fuck boy. Two, uh -huh. that means you probably have a girl. Three, I'm a grown woman. You're going to talk mm -hmm. to me like a grown person and it like text me, call me, FaceTime me. Otherwise, uh -huh. we're just not talking. Um, really? Yeah, I live by that. Also, if he says he doesn't have social media, it's because he's he's a cheater. He's a player. Yeah, he, it's, it's because he has um, social media and his girl is on it. So that's a lie. Um, and if he doesn't, that's also super suspicious because like in this day and age, why don't you have social media? Some people I understand. I really do. But like if it's like a good looking man, I'm like, you're lying. You have social <laughs> media and your girl looks good, too. And you're both like it's just I know. Um, oh, yeah. I think another one, a funny one we had made, like a, one of the rules was like uh, points based on the the age of a man. So like if he's mm -hmm. younger, you would lose points. And if he was <laughs> older, you would gain points. And then. Oh. If he was like really old, like it's even more points because potential sugar daddy. Not oh that I do my it. god! Not that I do it, but it's like wow, like that man could pay for everything in my life. So, <laughs> you know that that's that was it's very so funny how it's the up. opposite for men. It's like the younger the better. Yes, well, most I that also plays into the whole maturity thing. Like you know, um, older like men like their women younger because mm -hmm. I feel like they almost have like the same maturity level. Mm -hmm. and like because men mature a lot later in life yeah. and women mature a lot sooner so i feel like that also plays into it um i think that's the yeah, other code like the other like the point system is more like if again if someone buys you a drink that's 10 points if someone buys you and your friends a drink that's 15 mm -hmm. um getting instagrams is another like five points and like it's just a whole list and, oh like, oh that's a that's a good one mm -hmm. um so my, my, um, this is so me, I'm everyone, everyone goes to me like, Hey, can you teach me how to be confident? I want to be confident like you. And I'm like, I'm not confident. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't look into the mirror and I'm like, Oh, you're handsome. Like, I don't think I'm handsome. Right. Right. Just I words just of affirmation. Give... Just keep <laughs> shooting them into yourself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't give up. I just walk up to people. I talk to them. And sometimes I'll be like, hey, you know, um, love chatting to you. Would love to hang out sometime. You think I could call you sometime? And I'll give him my phone. 
And instead of giving me their phone number, they'll give me their Instagram. And you just mm-hmm. brought up Instagram. What does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean fuck you? Or does that mean, you know, let me vet you first before I give you my number? Oh, 100% vet. Because I've been in those instances where, like, if someone, if the wrong person has your number, like, it's just, it's very, like, it's, you got to vet them. You got to vet them. That's why you always give them your Instagram. And you just vet them out, see their profile, see what, you know, what they're about. And if they decide to start a conversation there, you can also end it there. And that's that. A number for me is just a little more serious. And in the instances, the rare occasions I have given my number, it's only proven my point that you should never, that's one of the rules too, never give out your Instagram. And if they keep asking or never give out your phone number, Mm -hmm. and if they keep asking you for it, then don't give them anything at all because it'll only go downhill from there. It's not a fuck you. It's more like a safety thing or like a uh, just like just to vet you out. That's it. Interesting. Yeah. I always. Yeah. yeah. So I thought about that. I always wondered, was it was it kind of like a a nice way to reject someone? But no, it's definitely a way to um, vet them. So let's say the uh, Instagram, you guys add each other on Instagram. You um, you. You freaking she gives you your number, and now it's time for the first date. Um, I remember we were talking about this, and you had some real good advice that I wanted to share with the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this. We have we're we're living in this era where everyone's been told to be nice. So I want to go in depth on how to be a nice guy without quote unquote being a nice guy, aka mm-hmm. a complete little bitch. Yeah. So. <laughs> We talked about this. Um, you know, what what are some things you want from someone on the first date? For example, I know you and me talked about how big of a turnoff it is when you guys are trying to pick where to go. And they're like, oh, let's just go wherever you want to go. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, let's let's hear some of the first date no to do's and don'ts. OK, so that's like you said, like, again, it could be different for I don't speak for all women. Mm-hmm. But, like, in mo- majority of cases, like, women want some, like, like, dot, like, I'll be a little assertive. Like, some mm-hmm. women don't mind picking and, like, writing out the exact plan of the date. Um, but, like, for me, it kind of speaks on the man if he, like, asks me, like, oh, like, where would you want to go? Like, first of all, that means you don't care enough to put even a little bit of thought into where we would want to go to eat for our first date Mm -hmm. so second of all it's like why am i taking control like if i'm picking if i have to pick a place for the first date then i'm just going alone i will just go (laughs) and eat myself and you can stay at home wondering what the hell happens and it's like you know be a little assertive and like i think a fair thing like you know guys can't read females minds like you know no one can read anyone's mind so if at least as a woman to be fair i'll be like well i like mexican or i like this and you pick from there it's called yelp it's called asking your boys it's called a lot of a lot of resources for you to take that information and do what you may with it like mm-hmm. if i tell you i like mexican you better take me to a nice mexican place like you know like it's not hard but at least take like initiative exactly like yeah take like ask where she wants what type of place she yeah. wants to go look a place up make the plans and say hey found a real nice mexican place what do you think exactly but don't go oh let's go wherever you want to go yeah that's, that's the just... one way to ignore ignore city yeah it's, it's, i think it's just so lame it's like come on bro like just just 
be a little assertive um, mm-hmm. and take initiative. And then I think another rule I, for me is like, don't go to the movies on the first date. Like, yeah, like you're trying to get to know each other. I think that's so weird when people do that. Like, okay, so like if a man asked me to the movie, is it because I'm ugly? You don't want to see me in public or like what? And you don't want to talk to me. So like, what's the point of this date? Like, what is Uh it? So I think that's like another don't. I think also like make sure you like talk to a guy that like talk to a guy a decent. It depends on like intentions too. like Mm -hmm. if it's supposed to be like a hookup. I'm not really sure. But like, you know, at least talk to them and see if you get along with them enough to like, you know entertain a first date like if you're not really vibing with them like then there's really no point for you to go on the date so maybe they're different in person and like you want to give them a shot but I've noticed that like if they really can't talk over the phone or in text and it's it could be one like they're not really that interested mm-hmm. they might be bad with their phone but usually like when you want to talk to someone you'll talk to them you'll find oh, yeah. a way. you'll find a way like you know like it I think that also is an, a big one. Like, just get to know them. Um, I wrote this down. Give me, like, two seconds. Let me check. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, to add on to that, uh, I know Tashin has her girl codes. Guy code. You must, you must get at least one FaceTime session with them before you go on the first date. Because I have met some girls who are wonderful to talk on the phone with but then when i meet them they look nothing like their pictures on match oh and i'm on a date with job of the hut now <laughs> and, and now i gotta pretend to freaking talk to them for the next hour yeah you, do um, you have a facetime rule before the first date or no um i don't think a facetime rule i think because most of the time like i'll see their social media like I like dating apps. I I don't really know like what like I've seen like how fake pro- profiles work and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think for me like not a FaceTime rule, but call on the phone would be mm-hmm. nice. Like mm-hmm. talk on the phone and just kind of feel out like how they are. Cause like sometimes you don't know like is it really them texting or is it like he's asking one of his boys to like how to converse with this girl. Oh man. So like you know you kind of have to like I think a phone call is fair. FaceTime if they're comfortable with it, that's fine too. Um, but definitely a phone call I would recommend just before the first date because sometimes people are just weird on the phone. Yeah, you said if they're comfortable with it. What are your thoughts on people who say they're not really they don't really like to FaceTime? Um, I used to be one of those people. Um, really? Why? Yeah, I like I just wasn't used to it. Now, like I don't even text people. I just FaceTime them. Even if I have a question, like I don't text a lot of people anyways but like the three or four people i do like constantly talk to like i won't even tell i call them i'm like hey where are we going what's the plan whatever so i'm like a big facetime person now but at first like sometimes you're just not used to it you're not comfortable Mm -hmm. um and i think um yeah it might just be a whole comfort thing but if you did meet them on a dating app then I think it's suspicious because then it's like, why won't you show me your face? Yes. Yeah. It's happened to me time and time again. That's crazy. Especially on Muzzmatch. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I don't like, uh, I don't, I don't like FaceTime. I'm like, oh no, here we go again. For a green card. That's all it is. She's not what you expect. And she's looking for a green card or. Oh man. I can't. That's the number one question I get asked. I'm like, (laughs) They're like, hell, are you an American citizen? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> At that point, I'd be like, no, you can keep it moving. And then if they say, it's like, oh, great. 
green card and then you can keep mm-hmm. talking to them. Well, you know how you like to make yourself laugh? I'm the yeah. same way. I, <laughs> I, I play with them. I'm yeah. like, um, of course, I'm an American citizen. I'm looking to get married to bring someone to America. They're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I've never tried that one, but it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So you yeah. said you were going to, to find something? Oh, I, it was the first date stuff. And um, it, it's just basically the same thing I said. Um, you know, no movies makes mm-hmm. it. It's because it's he's a fuck boy or because, like, you know, it's just, just don't fucking do it. Like, mm-hmm. you're trying to get to know someone. Um, I think a fa- phone call, again, would be fair before you guys meet up in person. And just make sure, like, if your intentions are, oh, I want, like, a relationship, make sure you really like the guy and, like, see, like, okay, well, are you comfortable with it? So I think those are fair, good tips. Interesting. Um. Here's here's a de- topic of debate. Okay. So me, if I if I think a girl's cute, kind of want to get to know her, let's go out. I'll dress nice. We'll go out for coffee first, get to know each other, and then we'll go out to dinner. But let's say I meet a dime piece. I'm going all in. I am going. I'm wearing my best outfit. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to get flowers. I'm going all in. What are your thoughts on flowers on the first day? Is it weird or is it a nice old fashioned gesture to show that you're an old fashioned guy? Uh, I'm such a like, I'm such a little romantic as, as hard as. Same here. Same here. (laughs) I get them. I get the roses on the first date, man. People make fun of me for that. Um, I think it also depends on the situation. Like if you don't know them that well and like, they might it's it's what it always comes down to i've noticed is perspective because it's like you if you really like a guy then it might mean the world to you but if you don't like that guy and he gets you roses you're gonna be like oh my god he's in love with me and we barely talk it's all about perspective Uh so like you just kind of have to be on the same page like be like you know it does this girl like what will she get weird if i buy her flowers no okay so then you get her flowers she's really happy but again it's all about perspective personally like same thing with me like if if a guy that i really like gets me flowers i'd be like oh my god so romantic um (laughs) like you know like um but if it's a guy that i'm not really into barely know him and he gets me flowers i'd be like this is nice but was it necessary i don't know interesting yeah i've had i've had both things happen to me um i bought flowers for someone that i went on a date with and halfway through the date she goes um yeah i don't know if i'm really feeling the vibe i'm like all right cool i'll pay for my half and i'll peace out so i did i walked down the street and i completely forgot i left the flowers there i walk <laughs> so i walk back i'm like give me these back <laughs> honestly that's fair i yeah I, I, like most women might uh, like disagree they'll be like no you should like let her have the flowers but like no like if nah, she's not feeling it back. that's it take your flowers and t- pay your half and get out of there <laughs> and i gave them to the person i was going on a date with the next day <laughs> oh my god this is so sweet yeah so yeah yeah exactly i'm telling you it's all about perspective oh man so so let's say you know you're finally dating the your 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 whoever your love of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I saw you post today something about like, hey, I know you're going on a vacation with him, but you could bring me along too. Which <laughs> brings me to the topics of side chicks and side niggas. How do you know that you have become one? Because my first relationship after my, I'm sorry, my second relationship after I broke up with my first girlfriend, I was 19 years old. 
I met this beautiful older woman, 45 years old at the gym. We started talking mm -hmm. and I was young and naive. We, we, she only wanted to see me at odd hours of the night, like yeah. 11 PM, mm -hmm. 12 AM. Mm -hmm. And it took me a couple months to realize, yo, I was a side piece. <laughs> um, yeah. First, I want, I want to just add to, I talk a lot of shit on Instagram. Like I post a lot of that stuff. But I personally would never do that because, you know, I'm in a relationship now and I don't do that. So, like, I just mm -hmm. want to throw that out there. I'm not like that. There's no side piece. I'm not a side. It's like Maine. That's it. There's one yeah, yeah, person. Yeah. And then I think um, it's it's what you said. You This person only sees you at odd hours of the night. This is based off of what I've seen outside of, like, you know, with other people mm -hmm. and, like, you know, people I know their experiences they only see you at odd hours of the night they only hit you up during certain like you know after a certain amount of time you don't talk to them consistently um I think if they they're super like again with the social media thing too like you know like if they're only hitting you up in certain like um on certain forms of communication mm -hmm. that's also one like why is he only hitting you up on snapchat girl it's because those messages erase and you won't like his girl won't find them wow. so yeah so it's like those those are kind of red flags and plus like you'll know if someone like because I, I think when you really like someone and you're really into them like you you're all about them all the time so if they're not all about you all the time it's because yeah they're they're all about someone else already. <laughs> And you're just on the side, like you're just oh, to pass man. the time. Interesting. Yeah. So, so let's say, let's say you find out you're a side piece and you're okay with it. Let's say you're, yeah, I'm the side piece. Cool. It's worth it. How does one be a loyal side piece? How do you, how, what are some, what are some tips for knowing your place as a side piece, not interfering with the queen or the king? Um, I'm like just unfamiliar with this side of like, mm -hmm. you know, the sides and stuff. I think if you're cool with it, then you're cool with it. And then eventually it'll just, you know, either they find out and you're dead <laughs> and like, you know, they're coming and finding you uh -huh. or like the person will just kind of get sick of you and be like, yeah, like I'm done here. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. if, And I don't think it's a, even a thing about loyalty because it's like, is there really any loyalty if you're a side piece? No, <laughs> there's none. So it's like you could that means you could do whatever you want to. So you can get a main piece or get another side piece. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't think there's a really a, a loyal aspect of it. But again, yeah, to like, each their own. If you're cool with it, you're cool with it. Go with the flow. It's like a, a, one, one of mine is to people who know they're a side piece. Don't be asking to hang out on nights other than the yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Saturdays are reserved for, for the main right yeah don't be asking to hang out on freaking saturday your tuesdays and wednesdays all right don't yeah. don't be <laughs> and um and also for for the side pieces you got to realize that one day it's going to end don't yeah. say oh you know um he or she's going to realize my worth and then they're going to leave the main no. oh god no it's everyone has that like idea like i like you know you think you really think I'm going to I'm going to change them. I'm going to. No, you're not. If they told you from the get that you're like, you know, like some of them might be more upfront that like nothing's going to change. You're just that's who you are. That's that's the precedence was set. And that's just it is what it is. Yeah. Like for me, my uh, when I, I was really young and uh, she was like, oh, you know, uh, 
he he doesn't love me and I'm eventually going to divorce him. You know, I want to be with you. And then I realized after a while, man, side pieces, there's no happy ending. Yeah. No, <laughs> get, never. get out of it ASAP. Yeah, exactly. Um, so one more thing, um, or a couple, I know both of us are, uh, Muslim and American and we're also kind of like savages. Um, what, what are some, what are some things, um, what are some pieces of advice you could give to Muslim Americans that still want to enjoy their lives and not be judged and stuff. I know so many Muslim Americans that I'll go out with like, Hey, m- make sure I'm not in the story. Uh, auntie, auntie is going to see it. And they're going to tell my family that I went out and I'm like, bro, just live your life. So like, what are some tips you'd give for the Mus- fellow Muslim Americans that kind of want to enjoy their lives, but also still want to be in accordance with their religion? Um, I think it depends on how firmly you believe your religion. Like for me, I'm I'm very like I am pretty religious, I would say. Um, and I think for me, I as long as I tr- stay true to myself and my morals and like what I've learned, like I'm, I'm going to do everything I want, but like still be respectful to the religion and still be respectful to my culture as much as I can be. Some people might disagree because they'll be like, oh, my God, like, look at her doing this and that. But I know what I'm doing when I'm going out. I know exactly the impression I'm giving. And like um, the people who matter know exactly what it is. So, like, you know, as long as you stay true to yourself and like I think that's the only really advice I can give, because, again, it depends on how firmly do you believe it? How much do you really care? How like who are you like, you know, who's whose eyes are on you that you need to, you know, be be like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's like for me, uh, I have a lot of people in Iran that follow me. Mm-hmm. And like as far I know you don't drink, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not a big drinker, not because of morals. It's just because I don't enjoy the taste of alcohol. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, if I'm at a freaking New Year's party, if I'm at a wedding, I'll have a glass of champagne. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm never going out there to get crunk. You yeah. know, my early 20s, maybe, but not anymore. And I just want to tell people, like, just what you said, as long as you're true to yourself and the people that are close to you, live your life. Don't yeah. worry about people judging you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and especially in Islam, if you really, like, really study the religion, you know a lot about it, like, then you'll know at the end of the day, like, no one is, no one can judge you. That's a sin in itself for someone to be judging you as if they're better. No one is better than the other person. At the end of the day, like, to get religious, like, the only person judging you is God. So that, like, what happens with whatever you do, that's, you decide what you do and what you don't do. And that's between you and God at the end of the day. That's it. Like, it's very plain and simple. 100% agree with you there. And I notice a lot of the people who love to judge, mm-hmm. look at what she's wearing. Look at what he did. Those mm-hmm. are usually the guys that, you know, they will say they pray t- five times a day, but they, they go home and beat their wife or like yeah. they're horrible parents. You exactly. Know? So it's like, you know, I, and for me, like, I don't judge. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I don't care. Um, but you know, don't also don't give like, you know, just stay true to yourself. Yeah. hundred percent agree. And the next yeah. one is, you know, I get a lot of people at tournaments, um, they'll walk up to me and say, Hey man, I really love that you're representing like 
you know, brown guys in jujitsu <laughs> or like Muslims in jujitsu because I feel like, um, you know, for men, it's not that hard. Yeah. But being a female Muslim woman in jujitsu, I'm sure you get a lot of flack for that from the freaking hardline crazy people. Um, what are your advice for like um, a woman from with a Muslim background doing jujitsu, how to get comfortable with it? how to get comfortable with the people judging. Have you dealt with people judging you? Um, no, actually, my parents told me to do jujitsu. And they're very, like, very traditional Muslim parents and Pakistani, very culturally and religiously. Um, but they were the ones who told me to do it. So, again, it depends on... it's Because it's at the end of the day, like, it's it's not supposed to be inappropriate. It, it's a sport for self-defense, and it's a form of also like it's an activity to help keep you in shape so the there's no reason it should be frowned upon and like you know obviously like you might be uncomfortable with that at first and some people just don't like it like you know I do it I love I love it um but I can't say the same about my other female friends who are Muslim they they don't think it's cool they don't like it that much and that's you know that's their thing um Mm -hmm. but I don't I've never heard of an incident because most of the time people have come up to me and told me like wow like you know, you're Pakistani and you're doing this. That's so cool. And I'm like, yeah, like you could be anything in doing this. You just have to have like an open mind to these things. And um, thankfully, like I'm blessed. My parents had an open mind to it and they told me to go do it. And it was like the best decision that I made. Yeah, it's like with me, especially um, they'll be like, hey, what are these spats you're wearing? Oh man, that looks like underwear. And they're like the girls that are wearing spat. Oh, look at what she's wearing. Why is she doing? It? I'm like, dude, why is this the stuff you're thinking about, bro? Yeah, a fucking life, man. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, if you were really like, if you really understood the sport, the the outfits are the least thing you're thinking about. You're looking at the technique and you're looking at the moves. It's a bit like you're looking at every other aspect of it. And if you're watching it inappropriately or like getting like a judgmental view on it, then that means you just don't understand it. Because like you know, my I'll send my mom like my match. I'm wearing rash guards. I'm wearing like really tight leggings, and I'll send it to my mom, and she'll she'll be watching exactly what's happening. She's not looking at my outfit. She knows exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So she's paying attention to what you're actually supposed to be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Um, I, I've, I've seen a lot of girls um, lately tr- uh, competing and training even with the hijab on. Yeah. So it's cool. Like you could still compete and whatever you want to wear. If you want to wear spats, cool. If you want to wear a hijab, cool. You yeah. know, just let yeah. people do their thing. What are what are some um, because, you know, I'm, I'm currently trying to build the women's program at Immortals. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, what are some tips that you could give for a woman starting their jujitsu journey, especially in a sport where it's male dominated? Um, I would say, honestly, like part of the reason I joined my gym is because there were female figures there. Because even when I was going and then, you know, I've spoken to women about this, like, you know, they felt more comfortable when there were other women. So I think like if you're trying to do it, like find a friend to go with you. So at least you have someone there to drill with, to train with, whatever. And then when you get more comfortable, you can try going with the guys or like, you know, talk to your professor and be like, listen, like I'm like really uncomfortable with training with guys is there anyone else that you can give me or can you like you know sometimes there's the hesitation training with bigger guys and you're a small girl so you can just tell them like listen like I would feel more comfortable with smaller guys and let your professor take care of it too because they're there to like you know 
make a comfortable environment for you. Um, so I think, you know, find someone who's into it or who will be willing to try with you uh, and just try to make it the most comfortable experience for yourself as possible. If you need to talk to the professor, um, then talk to them. Be open with them, especially if you're like one of very few girls, like you have a voice and you should use it. Interesting. So now on the other side of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, th those were some really good tips for a girl that that's going into a gym for mm -hmm. the gym owners like myself. Mm -hmm. What are some tips you would give gym owners to make the environment more welcoming for female athletes? And what are some tips you would give us to build our women's programs? Um, I would definitely say like, I think we've spoken about this before, too. But like having a staple female who's friendly, like there's I've noticed like so many of these jujitsu girls aren't the nicest. And I don't know if it's like an ego. I don't know. That's their business. But like you like having a nice, friendly female, genuinely friendly. Now, I'm not saying to your face she's friendly and then she's talking shit in the locker room. I mean like a genuinely friendly, bubbly female to help other girls feel. Because that's how I got lured into like, you know, I tried it and I was like, oh, my God, I don't really know if I want to do it. But then there was a nice for that i don't know what happened <laughs> no idea but uh i think i might have to uh maybe switch platforms i don't know but uh, yeah so the last thing i heard you say was find a nice bubbly female uh to help you i'm assuming that was chelsea for you yes chelsea awesome. my sweet angel so um i think once you find that like the girls will just come rolling in and like once you set the tone of like the kind of females that are at the gym like naturally the other ones will follow mm -hmm. like i can say like the females at my gym like are some of the nicest most supportive women like you know chelsea karen like the way like those girls have helped me like you know it i would have not kept coming back if it weren't for chelsea and then you know eventually karen joined and then you know like it it sets the tone and it attracts the same kind of people um, same goes with the males too, you know, like if you're going to get mean, scary men, then like, you know, that's, th that's more mean, scary men will follow. Same with the females. I think, um, as soon as you have that one girl, uh, the other girls will follow. Um, and then I think they're, yeah, I think that's about, I think that's the best advice I could give. Cause again, like, I don't know the logistics of a gym, I guess like the area too, like, you know, that could be also play into it. Mm. So yeah, it's funny that you said if you have a uh, mean, scary men, the other mean, scary men will follow. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm definitely a mean, scary man. So <laughs> we've been talking for an hour. I didn't get any mean scariness from you. So Aww. and I've seen you in person, too. So I know you're not being scary. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I was yeah. worried. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Awesome. Well, that's why I remember you told me you only had a half an hour, but time flew by. That was a very, very I, yeah, time, yeah. So. No, I, I, you know, again, thank you so much for having me. I, I feel famous now. I'm not gonna know how to act for the next three days. Like, <laughs> talk to me, like I'm on a podcast. Like, please, like if you want autographs, you have to wait. So, like, thank you for yeah. that. Um, and I hope you know people get like got some valuable tips or advice, or they're like gonna DM you and talk a lot of shit about me. That's fine too. I don't really care either way. <laughs> oh man! Well, before you head out, do you want to yeah. give yourself a plug uh, where people where they can find you? The website for Hookah Mommies, the Instagram for Hookah Mommies, and your personal one. Um. So, like, man, I'm gonna have to like spell it all out. Honestly, you can go on Hookah Mommies, and then if you dig hard enough, you might find my personal. But like. Hookah Mommies, I think it's um, hookah, 
dash mommies or like mm-hmm. hookah underscore mommies. Mm-hmm. I honestly have to check again. And then our website is on the bio and you could always do any questions or you want a hookah. And then if you want to find me, you better find me. If, if you want to find me, you're going to dig. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I know you're dedicated to it. But, um, right. but yeah, I think that's the only plug I really want to give. And if you do request me on my personal and I know you and like, then let me know. And if you're a stranger, um, you can try, but I might not accept you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Best of so. luck to all y'all creeps out there. Yeah, exactly. Thank <laughs> you so much again. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Hope you have a wonderful night. You too. Bye. <laughs> bye. So there you have it, guys. That was a very fun episode. Um, I hope you guys learned a lot. I learned a lot. Definitely had a lot of fun with Tasheen. Let me know if you want to have her back on the show as a guest. Guys, don't forget that you can find me at at sign K-O-O-L-R-A-K, at Immortals Jiu-Jitsu, at Rambling with Rack. You could find me on Facebook at M-I-K-E, last name R-A-K-S-H-A-N. And you can check out my website, ImmortalsJujitsu.com. Hope you guys liked the episode. If you liked the episode, please subscribe to the podcast. Share this story as a story on your Instagram with your friends, with your family. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Have a wonderful night.